Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Elon Musk declared, let the good times roll this morning as he completed his $44 billion deal to take over Twitter. Yahoo Tech Editor Dan Howley is joining us on the Newsline. Dan, thanks for being with us. There's been a lot of speculation about what the future holds for Twitter. What do you think? Yeah, there's been a, a lot of talk about how Musk is going to handle this. And, you know, I think one of the big things that you notice right out of the gate is, despite the fact that he said he wanted to do, you know, absolute free speech and, and you know, pull back on moderation, he's already said that he's going to set up a kind of moderation council uh, that will be full of diverse uh, viewpoints that he said – uh, they'll kind of start going forward with, you know, moderation or uh, depending on account statuses, suspensions, things along those lines, only after that's put into effect. So it doesn't seem like he's really sticking to that idea of, you know, full unfettered free speech. And that would obviously be a problem uh, if he did that for advertisers as well as users. Advertisers don't necessarily want, you know, their ads showing up next to some, you know, awful content or something that someone posts that's, you know, untoward. So uh, he's making those changes. I think that the main thing from, you know, some of the folks that I've spoken to have said is that he really needs to win uh, over trust that he's going to make this platform something better than what it already is. It's, you know, nowhere near as large as the likes of Facebook, uh, but it does have this kind of outsized impact for how relatively small it is uh, on society. We had, you know, former President Trump obviously was, uh, his almost bully pulpit, uh, you know, Kanye West in recent days has made uh, huge news uh, because of his anti-Semitic remarks on the platform. So it's something that, you know, draws uh, these kind of big names and kind of pushes news stories uh, from itself. So he needs to try to capitalize on that kind of popularity, obviously not the type that Kanye West brought, but uh, something along those lines where we have these big names on there. Uh, and kind of move that forward. Something that he's talked about in the past was monetizing it a little bit more uh, through uh, potentially charging for uh, governments to use it um, and things along those lines. But it, it, he's going to need to do something a little bit more to monetize it. You talk about monetizing. What's next for Twitter stock after being halted by Wall Street? Well, now it's going to become a, a private company next month. So he's, you know, obviously the the idea here is he's always uh, been against the public uh, facing part of the company. So he wants it to be something along the lines uh, of, you know, a, a private firm that he can then work on uh, without kind of the oversight that a, a public company uh, has. Not necessarily saying that he wants to be shadowy about it, but just that he doesn't want to have to contend with shareholders and the like when it comes to how he wants to change the company and fix it. So, you know, it's interesting. He's talked about turning it into something akin to um, WeChat uh, in China, which is basically an app where you can have social media, uh, make transactions, borrow money, um, anything you can think of. They call it an everything app. So he's talked about turning Twitter or using Twitter as kind of the foundations for this app that he's talked about uh, as X. So, you know, it, it still remains to be seen if that's going to come true. But that seems to be what he, he wants to bring this to. But first, he has to get Twitter in right shape first. Yahoo Tech Editor, Dan Howley. Dan, thanks for joining us. 
All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.